What's up, Soul Warriors, and welcome to this Saturday Night Soul Session live with me, LC, here on Recovery Soul Food live streams. Well, here I am showing up another week in my new sober is the new cool merchandise. And let me tell you, I love Kim Bellis and sober is the new cool. So I had a lot of people ask me where they could get their own swag. And so I wanted to start this with where you can get your own. Sober is the new cool swag. Kim Bellis is a beautiful human being. I'm grateful to know her. If you happen to miss her episode of the Recovery Soul Food Podcast and YouTube channel, you can find it on YouTube. It was, I think, the third or fourth maybe the fifth or sixth uh, season four episode. But either way, it was a beautiful moment in time where I got to spend just an amazing part of my own journey in the energy of another beautiful human being. And that's what this season four has really, really been about for me. It's been an amazingly authentic season. It's been a season that has really nourished my soul. And I'm just so grateful and honored to be able to do something like this. You know, and I say to you tonight, if you have a dream in your heart and and it is to speak up or speak out or to give of yourself in a certain way, please just do it. And don't let the gremlins in your head and those old fears that live within all of us even the most successful person that's doing what it is you feel in your soul to do. Every one of us have to override those old programs of, uh, I can't do it. Um, I'm not good enough. Um, people laugh at me because the things that you admire the most in your life today came from the mind of someone who overcame the gremlins, the fear, and just went towards their dream. Kim Bellis had an idea, had an inspiration, and went forward with it. That sober is the new cool. You know, the sober app. If you don't have your sober app, well, then you're missing out because it's the greatest, it's the greatest addition to living a full-on, healthy, whole lifestyle and a sober lifestyle. Now, you don't necessarily have to be in recovery or even be in sobriety to know that you can be nourished by the sober app. So if you are on Apple, the sober app is um, available in your Apple app store. And now it's on Google Play, too. So Android users, you can go to your Google Play store and download your sober app today. It is just the most amazing resource, in my humble opinion to hit the recovery, sobriety, health and wellness community ever. And it's just continuing to grow. So make sure you download your sober app and stick around until the end of this video for a word from our beautiful Pamela Topchian, who has an amazing gift of free hypnotherapy session for the Recovery Soul Food audience. Stick around for where you can find that and as well for a word of our from our good friends at Of Substance, Alex Kaplan, about how you and I can be a part of their new short film, Hide Your Crazy. So you got to stick around to the end and just know that I love you. And tonight I had a guest and it was coming on. His name is Loby. He is the 
the creator of um, a TikTok account called at Recovering Minds. Now, Lobi is on a bit of a, a, a spiritual awakened conscious recovery path as well as I am. And for a lot of us who are called into the ministry, so to speak, or the destiny of being healers in whatever way that is, whatever service you give that, that is for the greater good of humanity as a whole is a healing you know, service. And so for a lot of healers, we've been going through a, an energy healing time, a, a, an up-leveling, a deeper healing, a root healing, if you will, through these last few months, in fact. And it's and it's getting to the place where the energy is now coming to a close. But remember that energy kind of hangs around. It can hang around in the background. And so he was experiencing some of that. And because I earlier in the week, I, I wanted to talk about the power of authenticity, what it really means, um, you know, how we can find it within ourselves or, or not even really find it. It's more like a discovery, if you will, and, and a removal of layers of, of other stuff that kind of cloud it and hide it. And he wrote to me today and said, yeah, I'd be willing to do the show. He said, but I just want to tell you. I've been going through a lot. I'm learning a lot and I might not be as 100% as I would like to be. And he wanted to be a man of his word, but at the same time, he said, but to be honest, I'd rather do it at another time. And you know what? I just took that as a confirmation and honor his willingness to want to keep up with an obligation, but at the same time, feeling within his soul that this is not authentically right for me at this time. And that is a powerful, powerful place to be if you are in recovery from whatever. Recovering yourself is our beautiful human being friend. And, and oh, I just love this man. Martin John Garcia says, it's about recovering yourself, not recovering from, but recovering to. And so this is going to be a big theme in tonight. You're, you got me and that's all right. That's the way it was meant to be because I had a message for you that really has come through me in the last few weeks. Come through me for me and everything that moves through me, I like to give out to all of you all. And so let's get into this together and, you know, just really. Let's just really dive into what is authentic authenticity and alignment, how one leads to the other and the power of both. So if y'all are ready, I'm ready. Let's go.
That's right, Warriors. Let's go. Let's get into this Saturday Night Soul Session live with me, LC, here on the Recovery Soul Food YouTube channel, podcast, and, you know, well, it's everywhere we can be. I want to start out just by saying how grateful, just how honored, how just amazingly happy I am to be here with you this week and, and not experiencing some of the same health issues or to the severity that I was last week. But we had an amazing double header last week. I mean, I was so full in gratitude. So if you happen to miss last last Saturday's double header with, you know, Mike Fior of at Inspire to Inspire on TikTok um, at Mike Fiore. Uh, 118 on Instagram, then check that out. And then, of course, my beautiful friend, Lori Anderson of Lars Sober World. You can find her also on Instagram at Lars, L A U R S underscore Sober World. And, you know, it's it's been an amazing week. And over these last few months, like I've been talking about, you know, in the real intro there, there has just been this this swirl of healing, this swirl of amazing energy, you know, around me and going through me. And that's, that's what life in recovery is about. Hey, Pamela, I love you. That's right. Y'all stick around to the end of the video. I got something to tell you, a message and a gift to give you from Pamela and hypnobreakthrough.com. But, but man, you know, so many times we catch ourselves being upset when we're going through what seem to be hard times. And it seems that only after, you know, some of the severity calms, we start to see what a lesson and growing, you know, cycle we've just been in. And, and, and I'm trying to learn how to be grateful in the middle, you know, in the eye of the storm, if you will, you know, the eye of the storm never moves. And I feel like that's all of, uh, that's truly our authentic self is the eye in the middle of the storms. And when we can learn not to lend or, or go out into the storm and just, just be blown here, there and everywhere through emotions and reactions and, and, and all the things that push us to those places where we become disconnected from our true inner self, we can learn to experience life and its stretching and healing cycles in a more peaceful way, in a more, in a more gracious way. And that's, that's, that's really the lesson. And I'm proud of myself in that, you know, through this last cycle I was going through, when I really found myself and came to the awareness that I was inside the storm and it was taking effect of my body, like physically, you know, I had to become aware of that. And the way that I brought myself back to my authentic, my authenticity, that in the middle, that eye of the storm, that grounded, founded, calm, peaceful eye was to realize that I was in the storm. You know, and things catch momentum, you know, energy starts to catch momentum. So wherever our thoughts and, you know, and our emotions go is where our energy goes. And, you know, emotions are just energy in motion. And so usually it starts in our thought processes. 
And I had come outside of, of what I know to be true as, you know, like, like finances are just a tool for gratitude. Money's just a tool for showing people or showing services gratitude. And, you know, I let myself get into the place where I was absorbing a lot of energy of those around me. And I was, I was carrying un, you know, unconsciously, we do this all the time. I was beginning to carry some of my perceived, some of what I perceived their traumas and fears and, and, and energy was, was about. And I was taking their fears on. I was adding them with mine. And before you know it, it was like some crazy science experiment. I once was working on a house and I had no idea what I was doing. And I was power washing this house. And I thought, hmm, ammonia is really good. And so is bleach. Imagine what they would be like together. I'll clean this house in no time. And so I mixed ammonia and bleach. And unbeknownst to me, this began a chemical reaction that nearly killed me, but that I had no idea. And that's kind of what I felt like when I had, had started the momentum of these thoughts and fears and worry and do more and work harder. And, oh my gosh, the fear, oh, we're going to lose this or, or I'm not going to be able to keep my word on this. And it was just so much that even by the time that I caught myself and became aware of where I was, I had began this momentum and, and I was really, really sick. Um, I've had over 12 stomach surgeries. I have just barely the size of an egg left of a stomach that's actually usable, workable. Um, I've had countless intestinal, you know, um, intestines removed, not to be gross and graphic, but I just tell you this stuff to let you know what a history this has been for me. And so feeling that stomach pain was part of me becoming aware that, uh oh, I have allowed myself to slip away from my authentic self. I have allowed myself to give away my inner peace. And now I have but one choice, and that is to do what I know to do, to come back to basics and to bring myself back home to me. And that's what I've been doing. And you know, so there were some days and some times that I had to lend myself to medical professionals that knew more than I did to try to help me, but I was being proactive. Um, I've been on amazing liver and kidney detox that has just been outstanding for my body. I've just really allowed this to be a gift where I started really changing my rewards and punishment associations in my mind. You know, things in our lives are, are as simple as just changing the reward that it gives us our perceived reward or, or punishment. And so, you know, drinking water, I always would say, I hate water. It tastes like nothing. And, you know, all that stuff. And, and I had to just change that. I had to change that reward center where it wasn't a daunting task where I saw and understood that this water is going to help me physically 
and spiritually get to the places that I wanted to go because our body is a conduit of energy and water is very, very vital in keeping that, you know, energy balanced and being able to receive more in energy. And if we are, if 70% water, you know, it is, it is only natural that if I am hydrated more and take better care of my body, I will be an, a more open channel for, you know, my spiritual self. And, and, and the healing that I want to give out, it will more easily flow through me in order to help you all on your journey in some way. And so, you know, that's what I've been going through. And so that's what, where tonight's, where tonight's topic was born. You know, I, as a trans man, um, often people will say to me, you're so brave to be you know, live your life authentically. And I appreciate that. But I've come to know that the physical transition is the smallest part of what true authenticity means. And I've only come to know that because I was challenged with that. A lot of times we take to mean because because authenticity has become a a new catchphrase, a new, you know, a new trendy word that is being overused and, and underdefined in our culture and society today. I even looked up the stats on this word and and it gave me like this trending bar graph, if you will, not a bar graph, but a graph. And it was at its peak in from 1800 to 1850. And then from 1850 to 19 into the 1950s, it dipped down into not being trendy at all to be authentically you. And it started to gain a, a, the slightest bit of momentum in the 60s and 70s. But it has hit its peak again in 2019 and beyond. So it has become one of those words that is so important to the journey of our souls and yet it's become a trending topic. And so I really want to talk tonight about what it truly means to be authentic and what it really it means to me. And then you can take this home and, and find out what it means to you. But when I was challenged because I had built what I thought was authenticity on an identity. And a lot of us do that. We, we identify as something external from us, whether it is our job, our profession, our destiny calling. Um, it can be negative or positive, whatever identity we grab a hold of, you know, addict, whatever we start to believe that that is our authenticity. And what I'm coming to discover is that authenticity is even deeper and it goes through layers and layers and layers back to our ultimate divinity. And, you know, my friend Pamela Topjian gave me <laughs> what has been, what is an almost daily, daily, daily like exercise for me 
in the things that I decide to do or the things that I decide to get involved in. And she said to me, if it doesn't feel like a hell yes within you, then it's got to be a hell no. And so many times in our lives and in society, we do things and get into relationships and partnerships, you know, in business transactions, in, 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 in all different facets of life. We get into things in a transactional way, even if we're not necessarily conscious of it. You know, subconsciously, you know, we will get into these these relationships, these partnerships and these friendships with that underlying of, OK, if I do this, how is this going to help me? You know, especially if you are running in a brand or, or you're creating a brand or, or whatever you're doing these days, a business. And it's not bad. You know, don't get me wrong. It's not necessarily a negative thing. It only becomes negative when you're giving out more than you have and you're compromising your hell yes, your authenticity to, to take on these things or to do these things. And it is always vital for us to take the time to examine all the ways that we are doling out our energy and really it re-examining that to find out where we are not being authentic to ourselves, because that authenticity is your hell yes it is you coming back home to you it is you coming to a place that just feels good and lined within you and it's hard, especially in new recovery, to, to think of yourself first, not in a way that puts you in this selfish space, but to think of your own health, your own hell yes, your own peace before you say yes to something or do something out of guilt because you think you owe that. And if we would take the time to examine how many transactional relationships we're involved in on even a daily basis, we would be surprised. We would be surprised. And, you know, I think to put yourself in that place where you are concerned with your peace, health, then you're not being selfish because what truly can you give of from an authentic place if you are empty yourself? And again, my friend Pamela, and I'll tell you, this is why it's so amazing for you to have someone in your life that is able to see from the outside in and is really there on a true soul level to be a supporter of, of you so that, you know, they can tell you sometimes those hard truths. You know, Pamela has never said anything to me that has offended me. And I'll tell you why, because she speaks from her experience. She speaks from a place of, mm, I recognize that. 
And here's something to think about. And, you know, when a person that you trust that cares about you on a deep inner level, like an authentic level, is willing to share of their experience with you and to be able to say something to you like, hey, I recognize this. Then that's an amazing, amazing place just to support to have. It's a safe space. And for the longest time, I had not unknowingly slipped over in my ministry, in my video making, in, in my podcasting. I had slipped over ever so slowly and unconsciously into a place where it became transactional. And it was no longer aligned with me. So it was no longer authentic to me. And I had to honor that that's where I was. I had to honor that my, my spiritual cup was so empty that I was only and only letting my ego drive the ship. Had o- it was only letting my ego drive the ship. And your ego will do it in a way that makes you still think you're being of service. But people know. People can feel your authenticity when you are walking in it. And so it is important. You know, there was a time in my recovery, my substance recovery, that all of a sudden it was it was like some magic trick. You know, where a magician, there's a table full of, of crystal and, and glassware and they yank the tablecloth away. Or you see one like a, a Charlie Chap, uh, Chaplin um, thing where a train goes by and snatches off all his clothes or something. There was a time in my recovery that I felt like that had happened in every area of my life. All of a sudden, all of my financial security went ching. All of a sudden, everybody I loved in my life, gone. I was by myself. And oh my God, I was so scared because I had never been on my own. It had been one of the things that was a trigger for me every single time. I could not be alone with me because I was so disconnected from who I truly was as a divine being on a spiritual journey in a meat suit, if you will. I was so disconnected from myself that to be alone with myself meant that I had to feel all that. And it wasn't okay for me. I felt like I was in pure desperation. But through that, through that time of getting to be alone with me, I got to learn a lot about myself. And every time that I wanted to give up and just kept going through and put my eye on the prize of, listen, 
I'm not going to use. I'm going to heal this shit. I'm going to come to my back to myself. I'm going to learn who I am. Not only does my son deserve it, but I deserve it. I've tried to die and I can't. So I am going to find out why I'm here. And no matter what I have to do, whether it is duct tape myself to this chair, I'm not going to use. I'm going to feel this. I'm going to reach out for support where I can find it. I'm going to seek out some mental health help. I didn't want medication. I wanted to move this stuff through. I did not want to mask it. I wanted to move it. I knew it was going to be the only way that I was ever going to be free from the fear of relapse or, or continued addiction because I didn't have another relapse in me. And I don't. I don't have another relapse in me. I was, I was past just trying to stay clean and sober. I wanted to go deeper than that. So that I did have a chance to live life and not just live trying to die. And little by little, I just began realizing that I'm not such a bad person to be around. I'm not such a bad person to be with. And that I could handle this. And so for every trigger that I felt and, and thought through and felt through and healed through, I started gaining just a little bit more of the realization that hmm, I can do this. I can do this. Today, I love to be alone. I love it. I have no fear surrounding it. But I didn't get there overnight. And the reason that I bring you this topic tonight of, of authenticity and what it truly means and, and, and alignment and how the two meet and the power in both of them is because I don't want you to have to tape yourself, you know, duct tape yourself to the chair, not to run away from yourself. I want to try to help you understand what it feels like so that you can recognize it within you and then anchor it so that you always have a place to come back to. When you anchor a boat, it still floats and moves, but it'll always come back to that anchor. It may get a little bit away from the physical place, but it'll always come back and it will never go too far. And the more that you become aware of what authenticity and alignment feels like within your soul. And you can anchor to that. Then you may drift away like I have in these in this last month, month and a half, two months. But you will always come back. And, you know, in two weeks, I'm going to have the amazing Rita Ferruja back on our show. And she's going to teach you about anchoring and neuro-linguistic programming and how these things can really help you in your recovery. 
whether it's habit, substance, or whether you're just trying to live a, a deeper, more meaningful, spiritually connected life. NLP is an amazing process. See, we don't talk enough about NLP and EMDR and different therapies and modal healing modalities and hypnotherapy modalities in recovery. We, we tend to only talk about go to meetings, go to meetings. And, and, you know, I have to say it works for a million people and that's fine. Go to meetings. But go to meetings and work on yourself through things you haven't tried before. You know, our brain is a master trickster while we're in the recovery process because we've trained it to certain things. So it's running a program. It's why your triggers or triggers will show up at the same time each day or your triggers will show up when the weather's a certain way or they'll show up on Friday at pay time at, at you know at payday. We've trained them that way. And so in order to now do something different, we have to retrain. And in order to retrain, we must understand what's going on. And just becoming aware of when those those triggers come in times what's the feeling around it what's externally happened you're 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 gaining the ability to create a strategy to train your brain in a different way so that your recovery is not so hard you're not just white knuckling through you know we've got to heal through not just go through and and, and what keeps a lot of us inactive addiction is that 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 negative association that we have with recovery, which is every time we've tried to get clean and sober, you know, there's been some type of negative, you know, we've had to fight through all these triggers. We feel like we're just forever fighting and we're just dry, you know, addicts without our, you know, our drugs or our substance or our habit. And we have created an anchor of negativity in our, of hard work and suffering in the area of recovery. And so I bring you this stuff so that maybe you don't have to. And so that's on um, next, not next Saturday, but the Saturday after that at 8 p.m. live, you can catch Rita here. And so look into, in the meantime, look into things like NLP, where it teaches you to take yourself into a, a positive you know, visualization of what you're wanting in a certain area and then teaches you how to anchor that through a physical movement so that you can then anytime you do that physical movement, that anchor physical movement, you can put yourself right back in that same state. To let you know what authenticity truly feels like, all I can really say is it's a hell yes in your body. It's a hell yes in your soul. Maybe not here, you know, or necessarily here, but it is a hell yes here and here. You know, we are, we are, we are all expressions of the divine in physical form here to have experiences. We are each within ourselves creators and we create our lives and our circumstances. Many people, when they're still in that, in that very um, 
place of 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 just very just very headspace in 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 living in a place of a victimhood that we I, I I stayed there, you know. A lot of times that's born in childhood trauma when you did not have a choice, and we continue on living through the perception and the eyes of a victim for years of our lives without ever recognizing it till someone brings it to our attention that this is actually a thing. I didn't even know of a, you know, a victim mentality was a thing. I just thought this was my life. I built all this in my, in my head and in my heart because that's what you're supposed to do. When you get hurt, you build walls. You don't want to get hurt again. So you build walls and you don't do it, but inevitably you get hurt again. And then you keep getting hurt no matter how many walls you build or how high you make them or how much razor wire you put across the top. And it's because as, as we stare at that perception through the eyes of that place of, of victimization, we attract that stuff back to us. And then we start to believe that we are just cursed. Then we start to believe that life is not worth living because this continues to be our experience. And I want to tell you this, and I know I'm not alone when I say this, that when I was in my active addiction, which was the majority of my life, to be honest, there was something in me that knew that even in the midst of me doing bad, negative and hurtful things to other people, businesses or whatever it was in my active addiction, you know, doing what I had to do to support, you know, that never that 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 void within me to numb the unrest in authenticity, if you will. Something in me just knew that I was a good person. And instead of instead of that knowing I was a good person, letting that kind of rise to the surface and and letting myself really feel that, I would let it start a shame cycle that would even take me farther down into that addiction because then I felt guilty. You know, the shame says, but you're, you're a good person and it makes you feel even worse to have to do these things and do this and do all this and, and hurt your grandparents and, and hurt your family and, and your friends and, and, and lie to your friends or, you know, borrow something and never give it back. And, and, and doing those things would just continue fueling that fire of shame and guilt. And, and I just have to use more and more and more, you know, to keep from feeling that. And more than I can tell you what authenticity and alignment feels like, I can tell you what it doesn't feel like. I mean, what it, what it, you know, yeah, when you're away from it, what it feels like. And that's unrest, restlessness, shame, guilt. See, all those things, they're not authentic, authentic, authentic to you as a divine being. Those are emotions that are within the winds of the storm, but they're not true divine connected to you at a soul level. And so when we find ourselves in places of depression and anxiety, that's a great indicator that we have come 
out of alignment with our own authenticity. And, you know, while I have great respect for the transgender community and the lesbian, gay, and bisexual communities as well, let us not get stuck right there. Because just because we are living true to part of us, it's not enough if we're not living true to all of us. And I admire you for taking the first steps towards your authentic truth. But I urge you to go even deeper because true wealth in every aspect of your life lives within authenticity and alignment. We cannot have one without the other. And if you've stepped into your dream and, and are doing the things that you feel called to do in your soul and they haven't picked up and produced the things that you want them to just yet, but yet you still feel aligned to do them, hold on. Don't talk yourself out of your hell yes. Don't talk yourself out of alignment and move on to something else because that hasn't done what you think it should do. See, I want to be able to do this all the time, all day, every day. I want to be able to do this. And at times when I, I've questioned myself, especially egoically, because it hasn't produced the ability for me to do it all the time as of yet. And in the meantime, personally, I'm going through a bunch of different healing cycles. And, and we have the tendency to say, well, this didn't work and maybe I was wrong. Instead of understanding that if you've asked for true wealth in your life, then you want to have the ability to experience full wealth in your life. And so a lot of the things that we perceive as negative circumstances and, and bad things happening to us are divinity's process of getting you ready to be able to not only experience full and total wealth, but to be able to maintain it. Because let me tell you something, I know what it's like to get a lot of money, okay? That's not a big deal. Getting a lot of money is not a big deal in my life. Holding on to that money, <laughs> that's a completely different deal. And I had to learn that through a very, very hurtful period of my life. I thought that if I had enough money that I could help fix my wife while she was just drowning in front of me in the depths of such a severe depression that she was no longer even active in our family. I thought that if I had enough money that I could make my son not hurt from what was going on in his mind and his perception about what was happening to his mom, you know, 
as he's taken on, I'm not enough to save her from this. I'm not enough. She won't wake up for me. Or for having an angry dad who, you know, you know, I thought if I had enough money and I could give them enough stuff that my family would be fixed. So I got the money. And it didn't fix a thing. So then I began spending money on myself and our home and, and different things, trying to make myself feel better. See, we don't, when we're, when we're in active addiction or we go through addiction, just because it's your drug of choice doesn't mean, and you stop doing that, doesn't mean that you've cured addiction. We will find other places within us, the other things to reach out for and overdo, overuse to try to create that escape. That's why recovery is about healing the places in our hearts and our souls that we want to escape from. And the whole time I had this money, my biggest fear was how embarrassed I would be if I didn't make this amount of money last me forever. And trust me, it was not the kind of amount of money that would have lasted me forever. But I could have done. And while I did not spend it on drugs and there were a lot of places I could be, you know, proud of myself and a, and a lot of, you know, milestones that I reached in that, I still learned the valuable lesson that financial wealth does not take care of all the places within one's life that are disconnected. And my biggest fear was being embarrassed if I couldn't hold on to this money or let it, you know, so, so that whole energy of living in that fear, I got to hold on, got to hold on to this, got to hold on to this. But the whole time I'm, I'm trying to numb out, you know, the disconnection with my whole family by buying things. And oh, it worked for a minute until the next Amazon box showed up. And it was not feasible that this could last. And so as I was involved in that energy of fear, what I feared the most came upon me. And within two years, I was broke again and had nothing. But I still had my family. And I had come to the place where I knew that external things will never fix my internal discord. And so let us go deeper when we think in terms of authenticity and alignment. Because alignment may not be the quickest path to your destiny, but it is for sure the only path to your true destiny. And so be set an intention in your life today for every day that you are going to check in with yourself. 
and recognize where you're feeling inauthentic to you. And if you're a person that has never even attempted to look into yourself like that, I urge you to start to make a list, if you will, a physical list of things that you love, things that you like, and then make another list of all the things about yourself that you know without a shadow of a doubt. I hate broccoli. It doesn't have to be in some deep spiritual language. It needs to be honest for you. And if you've never done an exercise like this before, I will go ahead and tell you the list of what you know to be true about all the things you dislike is going to be so much longer and easier to acknowledge or, or identify than the things that you do like. Or even the things that you like about yourself. So do that exercise, please. Come back and share what you find in the comments of this video. Because whenever this video reaches you, it will be the divine time. Whether you're here with us live, whether you watch this years from now, it's up on the internet. It's out there. It doesn't matter at what time that this comes across your life. It will come in at the time that it is meant to. And so for whenever you get this information, please do this exercise. Please leave what you find in these comments. Because I'm as interested in knowing that you have the ability to visit with you and that you're on your way to coming to love yourself. That self-love is also a trending, you know, topic and keyword that is being way overused in this time. And I'm grateful that these words are, 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 are trendy because it means that we're trying to move in a direction that is, is, is healthier and, and deeper on a soul level. But let they get watered down when they're used so much. And know that the only way to self-love, again, is through authenticity and alignment. And nobody else gets to dictate to you what is authentic for or about you. So don't ask anyone else when you're doing this exercise. Don't ask someone else what they think you like or how they see you. This is a moment for you to spend with you. So I beg you, don't skip over it. Make sure that you do it. You are so valuable and so worth it. And I hope that tonight will minister to your soul. And I hope that it will nourish your soul. I hope that you know that I believe in you in every possible way. 
and that I know, as sure as I know this for me, I know it for you, that you are called for more, that you are chosen for your greatness, and that that greatness is within you. And I don't really care how disconnected you are from it because I know it's there. I don't care how many layers of protection you built up around your heart. I know it's there. And I just want to help you get there. That's my only mission. So until you can love yourself, know that I truly and divinely love you and that you are so worth it to me. And this world needs you. You're part of a world changing community. You are part of a time in history where consciousness is growing deeper and that you're vital to this entire mission. I love you and I'm grateful for you. And so thank you for being here with me tonight and thank you for watching the replay. It is my true honor to be here and to be able to do something like this. It is absolutely, absolutely a light in my life. And I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. Now, just as I said in the beginning of the video, if you hung around to the end, I've got a special gift from our good friends at Breakthrough Hypnotherapy, our beautiful friend, Pamela Topjian, who is going to give a free full session of hypnosis to any and all of our Recovery Soul Food family and listeners. If you go to hypnobreakthrough.com and you mention LC and Recovery Soul Food. And if you're a part of our transgender mentor community, you too are actually involved in that gift. So make sure that you tell Pamela and, and thank her for this gift. It is such a amazing gift to give. Remember, there's no one way to heal. There's no one avenue to take to get to the true full on wealth that you desire in your life, because that's how we're created to desire to go back home, to come back home, to recover ourselves. So, you know, hypnotherapy has been just an amazing, amazing asset to my life. I use it daily. And Pamela Topshian is one of the best, best hypnotherapists in the, on the planet, in my opinion. So make sure that you take her up on a, that beautiful gift because you're going to get the consultation with her, the free sample session, which is a 15 minute session, just kind of lets you know how it feels. And then you're going to get a full free session after that. And within that, you will know how important and how amazing hypnotherapy is to your healing. And so take Pamela up on that. It is a gracious gift. And I want to thank you, Pamela, for offering that to this beautiful community. Also, as I promised, we're going to hear from our good friend, Alex Kaplan from Of Substance, about how you and I can be a part of their new short film, Hide Your Crazy. Here's Alex to tell us more. This is inviting you to be part of our next film. Hide Your Crazy is a thrilling horror romantic comedy with an award-winning script and some tremendous talent attached. On the surface, it's a wickedly entertaining monster movie with a lot of humor, horror, and heart. But most importantly, underneath, it's about the shame we all experience, our fears of not being accepted and understood, 
and our beliefs that we're not good enough. Do you ever feel like a monster? Like you have to hide your true self or people won't accept you? Me too, you're not alone. As the next of Substance film, Hide Your Crazy will be a brand new way for people struggling with addiction, mental health, and trauma to feel seen in Of Substance's programming going into education, treatment, training, and more. And we want you to be part of bringing it to life. By just donating to the Indiegogo campaign, you become part of this film, and each person it helps. Visit the Indiegogo campaign to join us and learn more. And remember, we're in it with you, always. So join me and the actual writer of the new Hide Your Crazy film, Alex Case, next week as he will be our guest here on the Recovery Soul Food Podcast YouTube channel live streams. So I look forward to introducing him and hearing more about how he came about writing this script. And this is an award-winning script. And just to get the opportunity to be a part of it in any small way, even if you can't donate to the to the Indiegogo campaign, that's great. That's fine. Be a sharer. You know, the more we move this thing out, the more we build up more positive just feelings and, to, and, and we clear away that negative stigma surrounding addiction and recovery and mental health. You matter, your mental health matters, and I am so, so grateful to be a part of, of, of Substance and this new film, Hide Your Crazy. And Alex Kaplan and I are going to be collaborating on a short film of my making um, about being a trans man in recovery and what it's like for the LGBTQ plus communities. Listen, there is a resurgent. Here's my public service announcement, and I want to say, listen up my LGBTQ plus community. There is a resurgence right now of methamphetamine use among gay homosexual men. And it's understood, you know, there's so, we go through so much, you know, many of us have gone through childhood trauma, but just being and identifying as who you feel on the inside is traumatizing within itself. The majority of our, community is in a place where they're homeless. We make 30% less money every year than our heterosexual community because of the discrimination. And so we have to be careful. Every one of us, I want to plead to my community to please find your support. It's not worth losing you, that you're valuable no matter what you've been told, no matter what hurt lives in your heart. You are valuable and necessary in this world just as you are. And I want to help embrace you and embrace this community. We have far more addiction within our community than, you know, our, our heterosexual counterparts. And it's time people are dying, beautiful souls are unaliving themselves through overdose and through suicide at an alarming rate. And it's time for us to wake the fuck up and realize that the someone else's authenticity is not taking anything from us. So be aware of your prejudices and where you live, knowing that each one of us bleed the same, we breathe the same, and we need the same. And we're all valuable, created equal. 
And it's time that we begin to show some acceptance, some grace and mercy in this society and to ourselves. So reach out for the support that is necessary. There is a new, you know, fentanyl is back on the rise. You cannot, you can no longer trust what you are getting when you are buying and using. This is getting to, it, it is epidemic proportions and it's time we start surrounding our world in love. So wherever you are today, whoever you are today, whether you're standing on the ledge right now, please come back. Know that you are an amazing human being. You beat out over a billion sperm to be here. You're created special and you have greatness within you. And please know that I love you. Recovery Soul Food loves you. And together we can get up from our give up and create lives we love. Now, I love you. Have an amazing week. And I'll see you next week, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 5 Pacific, with our beautiful new friend, Alex Case of Hide Your Crazy. All right. Until then, y'all be beautiful. Bye.